I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Episode number 11 is coming your way now. I remember this so distinctly. This was an episode you're about to hear we did our recording of it and then it was not recorded and it genuine i remember it was really fucking good not the one that came out the one that came out is fine but the one we recorded that was lost forever really good um i actually listened to this episode a couple days ago and i was waiting to hear back spoiler alert on um, a little update from Guy Montgomery about something that happens in this episode. And I'm just trying to find the answer that he gave me when he messaged me. Because um, the true fans will know, and if it's your first go around, here's the rub. There was a red wine stain that appeared in this episode. I remember it happening. I remember us trying to deal with it during the movie. And then I, after we left the house, immediately tuned out um to what was happening so i was asking guy man we message each other so much i'm having to go through so many facebook messages between us just to get back like two days ago oh here we go okay i wanted an update on the stain a modern day update on what happened and guy said that apparently the stain would not lift but the relationship holds strong that is awesome that is um the relationship of fergus and sophie whose house we watched the movie at Guy was staying there while we were doing the comedy festival 10 years ago. And yeah, Guy and his gusto and, you know, his big lanky movements accidentally tripped over a um, glass of vino rouge onto a white, crisp, I want to say pretty shaggy carpet. Like it was, it was sort of the worst place to tip over a glass of red wine. And we gave it our level best, but apparently the um, the 10 years later update, that stain, that stain was still there. But I'm glad that that didn't um, break up the Sophie and Fergus relationship. I've got no idea how Guy's relationship is with either of them now. It may be over because of that stain. I'm not sure. But either way, I hope you enjoy this episode. I distinctly remember us walking around having a really good time uh, recording it. So... Enjoy. And we're off. And we're off. Welcome along to the worst idea of all time, episode eleven. Sorry, it's late, but 
God damn, we had some technical difficulties. My name's Guy Montgomery. And I'm Tim Back, coming to you live from the beautiful capital city of New Zealand, Wellington. Wellington. We've just walked out of a cafe. This is going to be a roving podcast. So we're going to um, we're going to rove the streets. Hear that? Street noise. That's it's right. Legit. That's real Atmos. That was a big truck. Uh, so just a little bit of a, first of all, I guess, the background on the podcast. Worst day of all time. We watch Grown Ups 2 once a week and review it. Uh, this week we watched it two, not today, not yesterday, two days ago. Yes. And then we recorded what, in my opinion, was the best podcast, possibly not even of ours, of all time, ever. I, I, I actually agree with you. Um, I, the only thing I take issue with is your word record, because we believed we were recording That's the right. greatest podcast of all time, but it turns out we simply had the greatest conversation that could potentially have at one That's point right. been a podcast. <laughs> It was just two guys walking around Wellington talking into a microphone wrapped up in a beanie. We looked like a couple of fucking drop kicks. But it was gold, but it also wasn't recording. So That's right, and I think that, that the facts, I think it makes it performance art. If it doesn't get distributed, it's not a podcast, it's performance art. Well, how befitting that we're in Wellington doing performance art, just roaming the streets. But anyway, this is our second crack at it. A little bit of background as well on this watch of Grown Ups 2, numero 11 no, yeah. as they say in Espanol. As they say nowhere because that's not how you say things. Uh, we got a little distracted during this week's viewing and oh, I'm tempted right. to say we actually probably need to watch the movie again because we need to keep it kosher so that there's no question of us having seen the film 52 times at the end no, of this journey we're on. Well, we definitely watched the film. The it issue was... was it was on. It the was film there. was on, we were in the room, but the night before... I had spilt some. I was staying with my lovely friend Fergus and his girlfriend Sophie, who's good, also lovely. Good on you, Fergus. Sophie, quick shout out. Yeah, she's for the free acom. Uh, and I, I, in in a moment of, of jubilation, I spilt red wine on their beige carpet and didn't notice until the morning. So, yeah, so it had dried. So I mean, red wine's not a good thing on white carpet at the best of times. No, but it dried. My God, it was a real nightmare of a situation. So we spent we spent a lot of the film. Sort of watching Grown Ups 2, sort of addressing the red wine stain. I reckon let's yeah. aim for the waterfront, by oh, the way. we'll go down there. Okay, cool. So um, a key part of that that you're missing is uh, it was quite exciting because it was actually a race against time. Sophie, <laughs> one of the co-proprietors of said property, was actually away, uh, coming from an overseas trip, I believe. And well, she, she was, was in Auckland, yeah. She, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, overseas if you pass one on the coast too far or something. <laughs> Um, so she was arriving back in, had no knowledge of the red wine stain, uh, but your mate Fergus did, so we were struggling to right. put the house Tim, back into Tim the really came order. into his, his own, he microwaved a sponge to try and, what were you doing, steam? Well, steam? I, a, a steam mop would have been the ideal thing to have, uh, we didn't have time to, to, to rent one or buy one, because then it, you can soften the material, like the dried wine, and kind of lift it out. Um, we didn't have access to that, so I just grabbed some kitchen sponges and chucked them in the microwave creating the same kind of steamy effect. <laughs> he was, they were too hot for him to touch with his hands, so he was he was microwaving sponges on a plate and then dabbing, taking, them. dabbing them with the, with tongs. It was yeah. a, a hell of a visual. Um, an operation. But then, you see, what you were doing is just pouring litre after litre of soda water on top of the situation. I reckon I put about five litres of soda water into that carpet. And then throwing additional baking soda on top, because you had read somewhere that soda is supposed to lift stains. There's a website called uh, redwinestainremoval.com or something like that. Yeah. And I just I, was, I just trusted it. That's what happened. Yeah, I, I, just, I don't think you followed the directions, because salt is the ticket to that. Well, if you, you look at the... You could have dumped a lot of salt on if you look at the uh, at the carpet, you would say it was a, what I it was a failure. Uh, the operation, not a total failure, but certainly not a roaring success either. I have made the promise to Fergus and Sarah that when I leave the house, 
so too will the stain. I do not know how I'm going to follow through on that promise. That might be a bit empty. Well, I think you should invest in a uh, rug doctor. Steaming mad at dirt, bro. Steaming mad at dirt. Look at this. God, Wellington is oh. absolutely alive today. It's a beautiful day in the capital. They say you can't beat Wellington on a good day. I'd have to agree. Now, we're currently balls deep in the middle of the New Zealand International Comedy Festival as well, which is the reason Guy and I are in this fair city right now. And uh, how's the show been going so far, Guy? And how does it relate to grown-ups too? Well, it's gone okay, man. I've had one night I was very happy with and yep. two nights where I thought I was I laboured some jokes a little bit. I see. But um, it's my first time running it now and largely it feels okay. What about you? How's Tim Bat Saves Planet Earth? Oh, look, uh, it's going it's going all right. I, it's probably not exactly where I want it to be right now, but it's it's good, you know. You get to try new things every night, tinker with the show, get new audiences in. Do you get many, many punters through the door? Oh, you're getting a few punters, mate. Yeah. Shifting units. Shifting units? Shifting units, as I, they say. i got a boat full of units i got to get rid of it. To, yeah. yeah, mate. Have you got too many units in? I've ordered too many units. You're like Big Save Furniture. You, you, yeah, you yeah. Get rid I'm, of like a, I'm like a Guy Williams joke. <laughs> that you are. You're a walking, talking Guy Williams Anyway, joke. so we watched it on the... When we, what does it take? It's Today is Today's Friday. Friday. We watched the movie on the Wednesday. Right. Uh, and I was quite hungover after celebrating the, the show. Obviously hungover enough to be spilling red wine and not noticing it. Yeah. I was really dreading the movie going in this week. Surprise, surprise. And in a late twist, Montgomery didn't want to watch the film. How well, did you feel? I was actually really looking forward to the, to the movie because I had um, received a, an early review on my show, which was a very helpful review, but somewhat scathing in part. So I was feeling a little vulnerable. I was feeling a little uh, delicate. And obviously mortally hung over as well. And uh, I was quite prepared for this familiar film that I've seen so many times before to wrap me up inside its bosom like See, a blanket, like a safety net. That's quite interesting because I have comfort films like that as well. And I, I mean, Grown Ups 2 definitely doesn't fall into that category, but I understand that sort of relationship with something like, I would say I've watched Taken almost as much as I've watched Grown Ups 2. There was a while whenever I was hung over, I just watched Taken. And have it you was, ever seen it? What? I've never seen Taken. It's a really good time. It's sort of it's it's that it's got that blanket effect. It wraps you up. You feel safe. You know you're in safe hands. I would argue though that is that because of Liam Neeson? Like you just trust him implicitly. You've kind of confused the role of his character in the film and the role of the movie in your life. If you see what I'm saying. Uh, I I kind of gently understand what you're saying. Just for for clarity as well, I am once again today <laughs> mortally hungover. My brain is not moving at full speed. Whoa, that's Look a, at that guy. That's a noisy car. Bloody hell. Shit, all right. Uh, yeah, so... Hey, just I'm, to give you an idea as well of where we're broadcasting from right now, we're on the uh, corner of Taranaki and Wakefield Streets. We're uh, going to get this light, by the way. Down to, are we going to... Yeah, yeah. Jesus, all right. We're walking... Pa- no, don't run. It's still... We don't need to run. You're making us look dumb. Oh. Oh. I want to get hit by a bloody car in Wellington. Walking past the gas station, heading straight for the waterfront. I think it's going to be a nice walk. Yeah. Um, so yeah, during the movie, you for some reason were looking forward to it, and then how long do you think it took before you realised how fucking stupid that was and you were hating yourself again? Initial opening shot of the beautiful sweeping camera pan going over the trees of Minnesota? Connecticut, I think. Connecticut. And and then as soon as that deer starts peeing, I'm out. I am pissed off again. That's right. In a bad way. And we probably watched... Like, we watched it probably, I'd say, the first half hour, and then... Oh, at least. Yeah, then, for top, yeah 45 minutes. Then the watched. looming threat of a, an angry girlfriend in a red wine stain sort of distracted us. I mean, at one point we had a, a 
vacuum cleaner and a hair dryer on the stain, and it was really, I mean, I, it was too noisy to hear I, any of the dialogue. I, I mean, look, I don't want to toot my own trumpet, but I feel like I really took charge of that situation and started running a, a complicated multi-pronged attack. I would describe it as complicated, yes. I do think you did take charge as well, actually. Uh, I think I mean, in a crisis situation, that's when old Timbo comes into this his This red own. wine stain didn't know what fucking hit it. We were coming at it from all angles. It's a bit of baking soda, it's a bit of soda water, it's a bit of vacuum, it's a hair dryer, it's salt. It's regular water. It's a sponge. Turns out it didn't lift the stain, though. It is no. still there. Well, I think so if anything, we just embedded the stain deeper in the carpet. Well, what you did do, interestingly, with the um, soda water uh, and, and the baking the, the soda powder on it, is you managed to fuse the fibre of the carpet together. So it was in a far worse condition than when we started. All right, easy now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But getting back, back to grown-ups. I hope Sophie and Fergus don't listen to this. Getting back to grown-ups, too, for a second, mate. Um... So look, uh, 45 minutes, do you have a, do, did anything jut out to you this watch, numero uh, 11 that hasn't I, before? Nothing in particular really that I hadn't noticed before. Um, I am watching more the background of shots now. Like there was yeah. one, th- one thing I did notice, one moment when I could see Chris Rock's insides dying a little bit was uh, there's a scene where David Spade teaches Colin Quinn who works in an ice cream shop how to how to fix his ice cream machine and it, the gag is it's a, it's a sight gag it looks like oh look Colin. at that crocodile bike by the way yeah, Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping and that extends to their outdoor collection their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware weather ready teak and quick dry foam cushions for Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, uh, trouble in family paradise. That crocodile bike is not the unifying experience we'd hoped for. Hey, bro. Do you know I've been inside that boat? I didn't know that. Um, Did that little girl just stop the crocodile bike because she screamed fuck really loud? I'm not sure. I think that's what, I thought she said Jesus fuck and then the dad hit the brakes on that thing. I think that's what we just walked past. I think she looked scared. Yeah, because she knew what she said after she said it. Look at them, they've spread across, this is really oh, weird. Jesus, we're in the middle of something. Sorry, you were saying, Chris Rock? Oh yeah, Chris Rock, so uh, David Spade, yeah, it's a, it's a joke, it looks like someone's doing a big poo out of an ice cream machine, right? Yeah. 
and in the background like this so you get the shot of that and then you get the shot of the people watching on and laughing like ha 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 this is so funny we're having a good time <laughs> yeah. and Chris Rock has been located at the back of this shot yeah and he's just I mean he's really superfluous alright you can barely even see him but when you line. do see him doesn't have a line nothing when you do see him you can see in his eyes he's just like oh I don't need to be on set today <laughs> I, I shouldn't I'm Chris fucking Rock I'm one of the best stand up comedians of all time yeah I don't need this yeah and that's one thing that did jut out to me. What about you? Um, well, there was a moment uh, that I saw on this viewing where Adam Sandler is trying to explain to his wife Selma Hayek that like the reason he doesn't want to do a lot of stuff today, go out and see Be- Becky, Donna, Becky, Becky's uh, ballet recital, etc. is because this is the first time he's managed to relax in his life that he's not working yeah. since high school. He says, this is the first time I haven't had a job, blah, blah, blah. And uh, she just steamrolls it. And um, I felt sorry for Adam Sandler in that moment because it's right at the start of the film before you find and out that if, he's a fucking if, dick. If you're familiar with any of our, our previous podcasts, you'll know that, I mean, for, for Tim Bat to be feeling sympathy for Adam Sandler in this movie is really something. Cause you big are big deal, big deal. But it's only brief, it's only briefly lived. But I just think that, you know, they're in a marriage, they've got kids <laughs> together, they've been together obviously for at least sort of 14, 15 years, judging by the age of the kids. And um, it upsets me that uh, Selma Hayek's character just steamrolls over one genuine moment of vulnerability that Adam well, Sandler I mean, has in the is, film. It's sort of like a little, it's a, it's a red flag for the, the way the characters treat each other throughout the whole movie. This is not a nice town no. they're in. These people, and like, it sort of dictates how everyone communicates with each other. And the way they communicate with each other is, is poorly, it's through insults. It's not like in New Zealand though where you, you sort of, there's that... There's a, a, an undercurrent of love to everything. You know, you tear your friends down, but it's understood at the end of the day we all get along and yeah. we, we're very firm friends. These are just people being mean to each other, and since it's such a small town, yes, they have no choice but to keep hanging out with the same miserable people. I hear you. You did right, and 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 it's uh, it makes an interesting viewing of the film, and by interesting I mean horrible because you can't gravitate towards any character because they're all as terrible as each other. No, except and- do you know what? Except David Spade. David Spade is Higgins the... may be the star of this movie. This may be a new thing we haven't cracked on to before. I think before. we've touched on David Spade before. We have, a little bit, but maybe not in the depth that he deserves. Because if you think about it, he's the one character where there's a bit of an emotional core to his story arc. He's got a son he's just found out about. He He's genuinely trying to make a crack out of it. He knows that... As a father, there's certain responsibilities that he's yeah, now. Yeah, but th- you think he li- What's the first on? thing he does when he finds out he's got a son? He lies. He tells his son that he's doing something so that he doesn't have to look after him for That's the day. It's dad talk. Dad's lie. It's dad talk. <laughs> I guess there's an element of truth in this. We are now. Where are we? We're crossing. So, um, I don't know what this bridge this funky, is called. This but a whole lot of funky wood stuff. It's the it's the bridge that you go over um, that takes you from the waterfront to the Civic Square. We're currently looking at. Uh, Wellington Central City Library to our north, yeah, yeah. Uh, to our east. It's actually quite a nice spot we've found here. Yeah, that's the uh, art gallery over there. Yeah, that's the art gallery, that's the library. Should we go pop a squat on the stairs down there? That's a yeah, quite yeah. essentially Wellington thing to be looking at. The fern ball there, the metal fern ball I'm in the middle of the I'm absolutely positively keen for an authentic Wellington experience. I hope we get commission from the council for that plug. Do you know what? When we originally tried to do the record for this week, God, it was a stonker. I can't stress that enough. But also, we um, we did like a Hikoi-style journey through Wellington toward Parliament. Should we do it now? 
I don't know Should if I've we got do... the time. I've got, I got lunch plans, mate. Oh, fuck. I've got lunch well, plans. Well, I mean, we, what we wanted to do, and what we did do, but obviously we don't have the evidence for you, is, is we took this conversation, and it is an important conversation, and we are having it weekly, we took it to the beating heart of New Zealand. Mm. We took it to the, the beehive, where all of the busy bees, they, they flit around and they, 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 they swarm the hive. I mean, it's... See, I think you've been... <laughs> You've been taken in by the name the Beehive, mate. It's just it's like it's it's just in reference to what the building looks like. No, not, I understand that what they they function essentially as a as a community of of bees. And obviously John Key's the queen bee and all the bees they come in every day and they they make honey for John. They feed it they feed him honey. As John Key's just sitting on a big 10 litre tub of honey in there. No, see I think you've been thrown off because it's called the Beehive because architecturally it's kind of interesting. But it's not how it functions on the inside. I mean, we could sit here and speculate about New Zealand politics all day. Uh, What was your your shining light in the film this week, Tim? Um, So something that was interesting is that uh, it had been eight days since we last saw the film, and it really felt like fresh eyes that we were bringing to the viewing this week. All it takes is a day out of sync, and suddenly it's a whole new movie. I know. And um, actually, I I, I think I may be stealing a comment that you made in our original... uh, attempt at this podcast this week but John Lovitz like, yeah. a, retu- like a return to form <laughs> John Lovitz he hasn't changed I've changed I acknowledge that but just seeing uh, no, him I, come I, through again you're like yeah here's John Lovitz I was in hysterics at John Lovitz in, he's the, a in the movie this week talented sharp knife cutting through the you, terribleness I, think, of the I believe you speculated that you think all of his lines that made the final cut were ad-libbed lines oh yeah 100% there's no way that Sandler came up with that shit it's gold too good. He is because I th- I was thinking I was enjoying it, but he's a ver- he is of all of them probably one of the most deplorable characters. He is an absolute sexual pervert and a creep. Yeah, but they're not trying to present him as anything but like that's the thing with the other characters. It's like the movie's trying to go, oh look at these lovable larrikins, but it, it accidentally reveals that all of them are cunts. Whereas John Lovitz is like, check out this cunt, and I'm like, that guy is a cunt. That's beautiful. That's no, great. actually, that was sorry for the sea bombs. By there was the way. a lot it's of sea bombs. Uh, no, that was actually very succinctly and accurately put. That was bang on the nose. Well, look, after 11 watches, I'm getting pretty good at uh, yeah. <laughs> reviewing this film and taking it apart. Nuts I, and bolts. I, I did an interview with someone where I was plugging, shamelessly plugging the podcast, and I somehow I did something similar where I didn't know I could do it, but it just came out of me like a perfect little two-sentence nugget of a summation of what the movie is and why I don't like it. Yeah. What did you say? Do you remember? No. Or were you in the zone at I was the in the zone at the time. I'm here with Guy Montgomery, Billy T nominee for 2014. Guy, what do you do when you're not uh, doing stand-up? Oh, I actually have a podcast with my friend Tim Tim Bat. Uh, he's also nominated for the Billy T this year. It's called the worst idea of all time. Can and we j- just briefly, just really briefly, can you tell me what the podcast is exactly? Uh, yeah, well, we watch we watch Grown Ups two every week and review it. So it's the same movie every week, and it's just it's it's oh, I can't do it. I can't generate this. Sorry, Damn. mate. Oh. Nice little little role play, though. You're not as good an actor as Kevin James, clearly. Um, Kevin James is still my least... I think he's my least favourite character. Higgins is my fave. Whatever Kevin James' character's name, I haven't even bothered... Lamonsoff. Lamonsoff. He he runs the damn near the best auto body parts shop in town or some... Some garbage. It is uh, that was Taylor Lautner, isn't it? If I might, yeah, who's in the movie. If I might move away from the movie just briefly too, I mean, how are you enjoying your time down here in, in Wellington? Just gorgeous. I mean, has this weather not really, has Wellington not turned it up for the fest? It's an absolute treat. It's great to be here. I, uh, some people who know this, grew up in Wellington, did all my high schooling here. It's great to be back, seeing some people I haven't seen in many, many years. And, uh, yeah, you did right about the weather, mate. Couldn't be better. 
and that's that's what people want to hear when they tune into a podcast. Right. What's the weather doing in a place I don't live? Probably. Yeah, well, but I think it's a real triumph because you know you you would have thought we got very lucky on the on the Wednesday to do an outdoor roving podcast. Uh, you wouldn't get two days in Wellington where that was an option. But I mean, we could have quite we could have feasibly done this on any day of the week. It's been so good. I want to ask you a question, guy. Um, do you do you think that we will need to watch the movie again this week? Because it, it, to clarify the reason, I don't want to get to the end of the year and say well, I've seen the movie when the, Guinness, when the Guinness Book of World Records comes along Correct. and they're verifying our record and Correct. they listen to episode eleven and they say, you know, uh, technically oh, oh, technicality, mate. Well, Tim. So I think we need to just make absolutely sure that we have watched that because we are. It's an important part of this podcast that we're very disciplined about watching. Some people ask, and we often get these questions, do you actually watch yeah. every week? I can assure you, hand on heart, we are watching this film every single fucking week. That's correct, actually. I think, well, in that in that vein, Tim, I think we do have to watch it again. But I mean, that's going to be weird, though, because we're not going to do a podcast afterwards. It's just No, gonna, but... That's probably going to make it... Well, it'll feed the, into next week's but the, Yeah, the podcast sort of at least lends purpose to watching the movie. If we just watch the movie and don't... It's just like... It's just, cinematic just, self-flagellation. Yeah, we're just having a is. shit time together. Yeah, it's... it's uh, no, it's awful. There's no doubt about it. But it, it, no, I think I, it's got to be done. And then we will have watched it 52 and a half times. And... um. Well, not at the end of the year, obviously not yet. And what what was the other thing I was going to say is, it's that's going to make for a real shit. Yeah, that's going to make for a real dunger next week. Because what is it Friday? Mm. What say we return to form and record the next one on Monday? Yeah, as we, we, we should as should we do it. Get back. So that means TikTok. that we're going to watch the movie twice in the span of three or four days. I don't Imagine think that's that. good for your mental health. Imagine that. Danger, danger. Good God. Oh, oh, what a crap well, realize that. Hey, you know it would be funny though if we booked out a four-hour slot and watched it twice back to back. Oh, good Lord. I think that's the concept. I think that's, that's. Oh my god! Are we? That's week are we twelve. Down? We're going to double down on week twelve. So here you so go. Back, so so this front is, to back. Yeah, front to back. We're going to watch Grown Ups two back to back. All right. This is the tease for episode twelve next week. Holy shit! What in have a, I done? In a courageous return to form, Tim and guys sit down and watch Grown Ups two back to back. Grown Ups two times two. That's coming up in week twelve. Uh, in the meantime, Tim, do you want to plug anything? Uh, uh, no. All right, I want to say, <laughs> if I don't make it back to the podcast next week because I'm fucking doing the stupid double billing, that I love my family, I love all of my friends, and um, and thanks to anyone who's bought a ticket to either of our comedy shows. That's very nice of you. I feel like we're really estranged from the movie in these podcasts now. You know? No, we covered them. We got fuck. If you listen back to this, this is loaded with nuggets. Right. There's a level of insight going into grown ups too on this podcast, which it doesn't deserve or warrant, and I'm pretty sure they didn't want. But that's what happens here on the worst idea of all time. I'm Guy Montgomery in Wellington. I'm Tim Bat signing off for another week. Don't watch the movie for the love of God and like the Facebook Certainly page. Certainly don't double bill it. Don't double bill it. Oh my God. Unless. Well, maybe this is like the drinking game. Maybe if you if you want to have an experience and say I. Uh, it's like people who inflict stigmata on themselves because they want to be closer to Christ. If you want to be closer to me and Guy, double bill it. I fucking dare you. Don't do it. Don't no, do I can't it. go no, through with it. Can't don't do it. Do and good conscience. Look, don't okay, watch the movie. Stop recording. This okay. is this is going off the rails. All right. Uh, take care. Lots of love. I'm going to push the button. Right. I'm going to push it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.